0: Hello, this is Cherry Agarwal from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, May 18th, and the big news today is the Chief Election Commissioner, Sunil Arora's dismissal of reports that pointed to a rift within the Election Commission. The rift or the difference in opinion among the three members of the poll body was over model code of conduct violations by Prime Minister Narendra Modi. CEC Aurora issued a statement after reports said that fellow election commissioner, Ashok Lavasa, had decided to recuse himself from meetings on model code of conduct violations as his minority decisions were going unrecorded. Earlier this month, the Indian Express had reported that Lavasa had opposed five clearances given to the Prime Minister and Bharatiya Janata Party chief, Amit Shah, for MCC violations. So far, the commission has given six clearances to Prime Minister Modi. However, Lavasa's dissent was not noted in the poll panel's orders. Meanwhile, the poll panel's legal division has said that only minority views in quasi-judicial proceedings can be recorded in its orders. Since Model Code of Conduct violations are not quasi-judicial proceedings, Lavasa's dissent notes were not recorded, news agency PTI reported. According to the Hindustan Times, Lavasa had conveyed his decision to the Chief Election Commissioner on May 4th and subsequently sent him reminders on May 10th and May 14th. The statement issued by the Chief Election Commissioner stated, quote, The three members of the ECI are not expected to be template or clones of each other. There have been so many times in the past when there has been a vast diversion of views as it can and should be. But the same largely remained within the confines of the ECI after demission of office. Aurora also mentioned that in the last meeting held on May 5th, it was unanimously decided that deliberations on issues, including the model code of conduct, would take place after the conclusion of the Lok Sabha elections. So, no ECI versus ECI then? Hmm. In other news, not everything seems to be sunny for Mr. Deol. Bharatiya Janata Party candidate Sunny Deol has been issued a notice by the Election Commission for allegedly violating the Model Code of Conduct. The notice comes after Mr. Deol held a public meeting in Pathan court last night after the silent period came into force. Maybe Sani Paji didn't take a note of the tariq. As per the poll body's Model Code of Conduct guidelines, election campaign is completely banned 48 hours before the polling process. Polling in all 13 Lok Sabha seats in Punjab will be held tomorrow. According to the Indian Express, the public meeting was attended by around 200 people and a loudspeaker was used. Sunny Paji would be taking on Congress's Sunil Jhakar for the Gurdaspur Lok Sabha seat. Rajasthan police today filed a charge sheet against five accused in the Alwar gang rape case. The charge sheet comes days after a controversy erupted over the delay in filing of the first information report. The police had allegedly turned away the victim, citing Lok Sabha polls. On April 26, a Dalit woman and her husband were travelling on a bike when about five men stopped them and took them to a deserted area. The husband was allegedly assaulted and tied up while the woman was gang-raped. One of the accused also shot a video of the heinous act and reportedly circulated it on social media. The Rajasthan police filed a 500-page charge sheet along with supporting documents and evidence with a local court in Alwar today. Police have charge-sheeted the accused under relevant sections of the Indian Penal Code, including sections of interception, kidnapping and gang rape. Additional superintendent of police, Chiranjilal, confirmed the submission of the charge sheet. The accused, Inder Gujar, Ashok Gujar, Chhotelal Gujar, Hansraj Gujar and Mahesh Gujar were arrested after an FIR was registered on May 2nd. Mukesh Gujar, who had shot and circulated the video, was also held under the IT Act. Yesterday, that is May 17th, is celebrated as the International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia and Biphobia. And yesterday, the US House of Representatives passed the Equality Act. A victory for human rights, I must say. According to CNN, the bill would protect those living in states where there are no provisions against discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity in employment and housing. The bill would also improve access to public accommodations. This means the bill would address a remaining gap in civil rights laws. While there are already federal laws protecting people from discrimination based on race, religion, sex and disability, there are no federal laws explicitly protecting LGBT people from discrimination, Walks reported. The Democrat-controlled House passed the legislation, but it faces tough odds in the Senate, which is controlled by the Republicans. In the House of Representatives, eight Republicans supported the bill. So what's the opposing view? Conservatives argue the bill threatens freedom of speech, religion and women's rights. A provision in the bill says an individual could not be denied access to a restroom, locker room or dressing room based on their gender identity. Opponents of the bill say, quote, this would force women and girls to share private spaces with men, unquote. Critics also say that the bill would facilitate men's participation in women's sport if they identify as female. So would the bill become a law? Well, that's to be seen. But there's still much cause for celebration as it's the first time the legislation has received a full vote from either chamber of the Congress. Clearly, a sign that the barriers limiting the LGBTQ community are slowly but steadily being chipped away. The bill was first introduced in 2015. Now, the battle for Chur Churnan has come to an end as the Delhi High Court has stated that there cannot be any monopoly on the terms Chur and Amritsari Chur Churnan. Justice Pratibha M. Singh made the observation while adjudicating a plea made by a Paharganj based eatery outlet, which is claiming exclusive rights in the expression Chur Chur Nan. The plea was against a rival food outlet in the area, which uses a similar expression for its name. Justice Singh said the expressions naan, chur-chur naan, amritsari chur-chur naan are similar expressions such as amritsari kulcha, malabar paratha, hyderabadi biryani, kashmiri damalu, etc. and such other food products which are used in common parlance by the general public. That makes me hungry. She noted, quote, the word chur-chur merely means crushed and chur-chur naan means crushed naan and nothing more. It is incapable of acquiring trademark signification. Unquote. The case is listed for further hearing in September. By then, the High Court has directed Food Delivery Apps Swiggy to submit the names of the outlets listed on its platform using Churchurnan and Amritsari Churchurnan. That's all the news I have for you today. But before I go, I'd recommend that you check out Anumeha Yadav's report from Jharkhand's Mali and Motia villages on newslaundry.com. The villages are located in Godda and Purehat blocks and vote on May 19th. Anumeha's report shows how villagers have to struggle on a daily basis for water and to defend their land rights. This report was possible only because of our brave NL Sena warriors. We'd like to send more reporters to different states to bring you untold and unreported stories. We'd like to send reporters to bring you facts and evidence. But this would not be possible without your support. News will not be possible without your support. So do consider subscribing to newslaundry.com. To do this, visit newslaundry.com, go to the top right corner and click on subscribe. You can then choose from any of our subscription packs and voila, you're part of a growing tribe that keeps news independent and azar. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you Monday.